She's a goner now. That's better. Tell me a story. Once upon a time, there was a group of dinosaurs. And one looked up and said, Oh, wow, look at that big star. And it kept getting bigger and bigger and they're all dead. Okay. Okay, so. Okay, so. Here's the earth round. Wow, oh, that's a nice earth, you might say. Hello. And welcome. To, in reference to the podcast. Unironic season three. I don't know if unironic is the right term. I've said it three times now. It just ended up being season three. Yeah. Unintentional season three. Yeah. I'm Amanda. I'm Heather, and we're going to tell you stories that you don't care about. But you tuned in, so your life is about as exciting as ours. Sorry about it. (laughs) Um, I hope you're having a beautiful time in... Well, it's August right now. Who knows when I'll post this. Mm-hmm. You know what I like? Tell me some spooky shit. I am going to tell you some spooky shit. You're like, let's get to it. It's already 8.17. It's almost bedtime. This time we're going to talk about urban legends from Japan. Japan. I'm sorry. That was probably offensive. I tried finding pronunciations for all the words in here. I did not know. Because Japanese is not my first language, even though English is, and I have not mastered that yet. (laughs) Not even close. Nope. Also, you should probably give a warning about the fact that it's two parts. Oh, yeah, it's two parts. Don't worry, I'll just give it for you. (laughs) I'm like, a warning about what? It's not like there's a flash warning in it. Fear. Yeah, fear. That I didn't know it was a freaking warning for a show. Um, but yeah, there's, there isn't enough of them that there's, this is a two-parter. <laughs> it's a two-parter. It's a two-parter. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> uh, the first one is Kutsake Ona, or, what? I, nothing. I can't believe that you. What, actually remember to look it up? No, that this is. What you chose to do with all the pronunciations. I didn't think of that whenever I first looked at it. And I was like, oh, no. I was like, well, I'm like, already, I'm already halfway done. Uh, or the slip mouth woman. Oh. During a dentist visit, a young woman was having trouble keeping her mouth open and staying still because the dentist was using something that smelled bad. This caused the dentist to accidentally slit both sides of her mouth. And another version of the story is that she was married to a samurai, and he found out she was cheating on him. He retaliated by cutting both sides of her mouth from ear to ear with his katana. <laughs> I just... I guess, like, the Joker. <laughs> That's what I've been thinking since you said slip mouth woman, so... Uh, there was two other... Well, there's multiple versions. Okay. That a woman did it to her because she was jealous of her beauty, and that her mouth is filled with numerous razor-sharp teeth. Causing them to cut through from the inside. Like, that one's not really believable. <laughs> but, you know, you never know. Uh, in all the stories, though, she lived the rest of her life with her mouth cut open. And after her death, so it didn't kill her. 
Okay. She just, I guess her mouth will just <laughs> cut ear to ear and jaw just slapping. <laughs> um, after her death, she returned as a vengeful, vengeful spirit. She covers her mouth with a surgical mask, a hand fan, or a handkerchief. She also carries a sharp object with her. This also varies through the stories from a knife, a machete, a sith, or a large pair of scissors. But the most common one is a sickle. Do you know what a sickle is? I don't. Do I know anything? It's the thing that, no, a sith, basically what the Grim Reaper carries, like a stick with the beak looking thing coming off it. The legend goes. It's a long night. Yeah. Because this is only part one. <laughs> the legend goes that people walking at night may come across a woman with her face covered with a mask. She will stop and ask them, Am I pretty? If they answer no, she will kill them with a the sickle. <laughs> but if the answer is yes, she will pull away the mask, revealing her wounds, and ask, Even like this, if the answer is no or they scream, she'll kill them. If the answer is yes, she will slice the corners of your mouth from ear to ear so you can look like her. <laughs> and you can't run from her because she is really fast and can catch you and kill you anyway. But there are ways to survive intact. One way is to answer the question about her being pretty by saying she's average. <laughs> <laughs> and this will confuse her and you'll have time to run away. No. Um, as Jim Carrey might say, I've had better. <laughs> yeah. That's all the wider your mouth can open? <laughs> That's what he said. Another one is to repeat her question back at her. It's asking if she, like, if, I you're, yeah, if I'm pretty. In the dentist version, they say that you can also survive by saying pomade three times, since this is the product the dentist was using. Okay. <laughs> the best way to run away from her, though, is after you give her, give or throw candies at her. Specifically, Bekwame, which are pure can- caramel candies at her. <laughs> Just like parade, pelt them at her and run. <laughs> wow. Interesting. <laughs> Oh, could you just imagine that somebody like, you're like, you're average, take some candy. Well, I was going to first make the comment, like, because you said she's wearing a mask. I'm like, well, who isn't nowadays? Yeah. But then. You're like pulling down, like, yeah, look at my acne. You're not special. But then I was laughing, too, because um, Danielle was, when she was here and we went out to Walmart, she's like, this is my time to thrive. I cover half my face and it's the ugly half. <laughs> I was like, well, that's true. Like, the best part of me is my eyes. Yeah. So. I like, I'll just cover this shit up. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll finally pick up a man. Hey, pull your mask up. Ooh, your average has some candy. <laughs> Although, apparently I can pick up a man without a mask on. If you're listening. Please leave me alone. <laughs> Actually, you wouldn't know it's me because I didn't tell you my real name. Nor my real phone number. <laughs> Just score one for me. Okay, <laughs> so I see him again. Yeah. I'd be like, well, you never called me, so. That's true. Uh, the next one is basically a lose lose type of situation. No 
offense, that one was a pretty lose-lose, too. Yeah, but if you have candy, you can get an orange. Who the fuck is carrying pure caramel candy on them? Well, it says it's a pot. I don't care if it's popular or not. How often do you have candy on you when you're walking around? I'm not an old woman. The one lady I used to work with. So she only stops old women? (laughs) Okay, then. So if you're a 30, almost 2 woman walking around, because you're almost 32, you got two days. A 30, almost 2 woman. Yeah. 30, almost 2. 30, almost 2. 30, almost 32. Whatever. (laughs) You are almost 32 in two days, a day and a half, a day and four hours. I have chapstick in my pocket usually. Okay. And it's not caramel. No, it's mint. Or caramel, as some of those would say. It's caramel. I mean, actually, it's caramel, but it's fine. No, it's caramel. So, you you answer. Just yell, you're average. <laughs> but, like, okay, so if even if you, because you're going to be in the heat of the moment, so, like, your thinking is going to be off of, like, remembering to say you're average. You're average. <gasps> So, she's going to be like, am I pretty? Even if you say yes, and she pulls her mask down, and you still say yes, then she's going to cut your mouth. Oh, that's true. It's a lose-lose. Yeah. Unless the option is you have to have candy. Well, if you live in Japan or wherever this, in this specific area where this is taking place, you better be carrying them candies on you. packing caramel. Yeah, but not in the summer because it's like melt. You just pull out like a wad of melted caramel. <laughs> You're it's like molded to your leg. Take my pants. I don't need them. Oh my god. <laughs> in America, we pack guns. Not in, in Japan, they pack caramel. Well, yeah, because over there they can get their mouth slit open with freaking. <laughs> You're right, and over here we can just get our head shot off <laughs> no matter where we're at. So, I mean. Well, anyway, the next one. <laughs> Which is also a lose-lose situation, so. Normally, Heather's stories are, like, at least a little fun. Well, I mean, this one's mostly just for women. Great. <laughs> it's the legend of Akamanto, or the Red Cape. The handsome spirit of a man <laughs> waits in the stall of the women's bathroom. That's fucked up. Usually the furthest stall from the door, which sucked would suck for me because that's like I instinctively walk the whole way in. Oh yeah, I try to go in the middle now because I always worry like, what happens if I'm in the last stall and somebody comes in here to kill me? Then there's definitely no escape. Yeah, can't go in the first one though. Ew, no, that's weird. Like, that's like, and if like there's somebody in the first one, don't go in the next stall. Go two over. <laughs> yeah, go make give it space. Once a woman is in her stall, the man will ask. Do you want red paper or blue? Okay. What's that guy's name? From the Matrix? Yeah. Better deal in the Matrix than this. If you answer red, you will suffer a violent death. Fair. If you answer blue, you'll be suffocated until you turn blue and die. So you die either way. Yes. If you think you're clever and answer for the regular white paper... Ghostly hands will appear from nowhere, maybe even from the toilet you're sitting on, and drag you to hell. Get it done quicker, right? The only way to avoid these endings is to politely refuse anything the spirit offers you. (laughs) Now I'm just going to drip dry. Thanks, man. (laughs) No thanks. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) 
Nothing's worse than when you go to the public restroom and there's no toilet paper. Can you spare a square? <laughs> Although I feel like a square of public toilet paper would not do anything. <laughs> except disintegrate. <laughs> as they're as it's swapping hands. <laughs> You're like sweaty from having to ask a stranger for a square of toilet paper. <laughs> I ain't got this kind of time. <laughs> The this next turned disgusting very quickly. <laughs> uh, the next one is... Why is it wet? It's because there was no <laughs> toilet paper. Does anybody have a blow dryer? <laughs> I'm going to kill me for telling this story, but... <laughs> I have to. She... <laughs> I don't even know how it came up when we were talking about blow dryers. And she's like, yeah, I blow dry my hair and then I just... Whoop. And I was like, I'm sorry, you what? She's like, well, I dry it down there, too. And I'm like, oh, that's what a towel's for. I was like, um, what? And she's like, yeah, it feels good. She's like, you should try it sometime. And I was like, no, I don't have a blow dryer because I don't dry my hair. And she's like, well, next time you're in a hotel room. <laughs> Ew, that's like, like the worst thing to do. You don't know who touched those. <laughs> I was like, okay. So then the other day I was watching a... TikTok, and it's this really cute little... He's an adult, but he goes on rant. Man child. He, I don't even, you might follow him. He gets, like, up on the counter at work and, like, complains about... Yeah. 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 <laughs> so he was, like, drying his hair, and he's like, do you ever just... Whoop! And I was like, oh, <laughs> my God! That cannot be a normal thing. I mean, like, if I'm blow-drying my hair and I get, like, hot, like, I'll, like, put it, like, off the back of my shirt and, like, dry my back off, but... Okay, that's also not normal. <laughs> but I don't... Whoop. It's not normal. I'm yeah, sorry. That's... Never in my life have... Even when I owned a blow dryer, did I ever think to go, whoop! <laughs> in case the whoop isn't clear, I mean, like... Drying your nether bits with a hair dryer. <laughs> like, it's really nice in the wintertime because it warms you up. It's like... <laughs> So not normal. I feel like though that's like an internal area, like that it shouldn't be cool. Well, I don't think that she like shoves it off her vajayjay. <laughs> I would hope not. I think it's just the whoop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably gonna edit all that out, but whoop. <laughs> all right. Um, the next one is Hanako-san, or the girl in the bathroom. What is it with bathrooms in Japan? Don't go, if you're, I'm never, if I ever go to Japan, I'd never go to the bathroom. I'm just gonna go, like, squat in the woods. She'll never go to Japan. <laughs> you're not wrong. I am not wrong, because you couldn't eat if you went to Japan. Well, then I wouldn't have to worry about the bathroom. You'd still have to pee. You can't live without drinking water, which means you would have to pee eventually. Not if I keep myself just dehydrated enough. No, you're still going to have to pee. No, I'll hold it. I'll buy you adult diapers. That'll work. I'm like, I can't go to the bathroom. Why? I read too many things. Is it just public bathrooms, though? Because the, the yeah. last one was. Yeah, it's so just like, like... at the hotel room, you'd be okay. Yeah. Or is that considered a public <laughs> I guess technically. technically. But you have to have a key. I mean. Well, this one is school bathrooms. 
Oh, well, then we're okay with this one, because we're not going to be visiting a school. Yeah. Uh, this one is kind of like Bloody Mary. Hore no Hanako-san, which literally translates to Hanako of the Toilet, is the spirit of a young girl who lives in school bathrooms. There are several versions of this story as well, from her committing suicide in the bathroom, killed by an abusive parent or stranger in the bathroom. Another is that she died a long time ago during World War II during an air raid while hiding in the bathroom while playing playing hide-and-seek. Which I would never be like, I'm going to go hide in the public bathroom. <laughs> like, where would you even hide? I don't know, but that brings up another story. <laughs> is it about this time? Um, my cousin and my aunt. Not. Okay, so. When we moved to. So, when we moved that Christmas. Um, we had Christmas at our house. And. Anyway. Okay, so the story goes that we were having Christmas. At my house. And we were playing hide and seek. And we went into the bathroom and hid in the shower. And my. Aunt, not his mom, different aunt, she's no longer my aunt, um, went in and peed while he was in the shower. <laughs> and so she came out. And he came out. So nobody found him, so we just stopped playing hide and go see. He's like, yeah, he's he like came out and he's just like, pale. <laughs> like he saw a ghost in the bathroom. My mom was like, you okay? <laughs> no. And he's like, it was just in the bathroom. <clears throat> And I couldn't say. <laughs> oh, that poor kid's probably scarred for life. Needless to say, I think that was the last time we played hide and seek in my house. I think actually that might be the last time we played, period. He's like, I can't. He's probably like, scarred for life. Probably. Because you'd be like, let's play hide and go seek. No. No. So, what's her name? Anako. Has been described as having. (laughs) She's been described as having a bobbed haircut and wears a red dress or skirt. Children will challenge either fellow classmates to summon her. I don't know why I put either. (laughs) There's not a second choice. Children will challenge. Jesus Christ! (laughs) You should have just went with it. You should have just kept talking. Because I didn't even realize. Children will challenge each other to summon her, saying that she is in the third stall in the third floor bathroom. Because of this, many children refuse to even use that specific bathroom. I mean, I'd be like, um, I'll go to the second floor. Although I feel like we had two floors in our school and we only had bathrooms on the floor. No, we had them upstairs. We just weren't allowed to use them. Oh, yeah. Um, to summon her, you need to enter the girls' bathroom alone, knock three times on the third stall... And ask if Hanaki-san is there. If she isn't there, nothing happens. <laughs> I mean, obviously. But if she, so, like, does she travel? Like, she's, like, like floats around the school, like. Multiple schools? Yeah. Um, if she isn't there, nothing happens. But if she is, she will reply, yes, I am, or something sim- similar. Then a bloody, ghostly hand will appear. Right. Worst case scenario is she will appear and push you into the toilet and take you to hell with her. Great. Some say that you can also be eaten by a three-headed lizard if you were taken to hell. (laughs) Wonderful. 
So, like, I guess, like, if she is there, like, this doesn't seem like, like, I couldn't find, like, a, oh, like, not, like, a throw candy scenario to get out of there. So, if she is there, I guess you're screwed. Yes, so. Um, and the last legend for this episode is the Red Room Cursed, and it is not Fifty Shades related. <laughs> I was very, that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, this, this story surrounds the idea that a cursed, I was like, cursed what? A cursed pop-up appears on a victim's computer. Oh, great. <laughs> you know, as you're sitting there with your computer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the image of, the image is of a door and a recorded voice will ask, do you like the red room? If you close the pot, the window, it will continue to pop up until the voice finishes the question. Those who receive the message are found dead in their room later, the walls red with their own blood. This legend started as a flash animation about a boy who was cursed and died after seeing the pop-up. The legend was more believable after an 11-year-old who committed the sasebo slashing of her 12-year-old classmate in 2004 had the video bookmarked on her computer. It's like one of those things, like, well, that makes me glad I don't have a pop-up blocker. <laughs> so that's the end of Oh, that was it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was that was short. Uh, so, tune in next week for, well, for the next Freaky Friday to learn about the other Japanese legends that I have found. What do you have for us for True Crime Tuesday? We're going to talk about Lori Dunn. Do it. Do it. Dun, dun, dun. Actually, I think it's Dan. Was she done? <laughs> No, after that pun, no, it's not the right name. Last name's Dan? <laughs> yeah. Dan. Dan, Dan, Dan. <laughs> uh, whoops. Um, so, yeah. I was like, I know we have an outro. Jeez, oh, man. We just watched it last night. Our outro? Oh, yeah, but I thought we were ending that. Oh, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, do our whole outro that you always fuck up. Yeah. So, until next time. Also, did you say True Crime Tuesday or did you not say anything? I did say True Crime true- <laughs> Okay. I did say True Crime Tuesday because I always kept saying Murder Monday. It's true. Anyway, until next time, you can follow us on Instagram at in reference to podcast, on Twitter at in reference to. You can send us an email at in reference to podcast at gmail.com. I did it right! Yay! Um, you can listen to most of our episodes that are out already on YouTube. Um, I did stop uploading them at some point. Sorry. Or anywhere else that you can listen to podcasts. It's true, but you're already listening, so. Whatever your preferred message is. Um, but if you guys have any ideas that you want, or any topics you want us to cover, just shoot us an email. I have a topic for you. Yeah. Why are you so weird? Fuck, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever figure that one out. Uh, Alright. Well. 
until next time.